Hey, welcome to the Centre Podcast. We're a church based in Dural, Sydney, who love Jesus and want to share the message of hope that he brings for all people. We pray that you're blessed by this word and that it reveals God's love for you in a new way. Enjoy. This is the text of the letter that the prophet Jeremiah sent from Jerusalem to the surviving elders among the exiles and to the priests, the prophets, and all the other people Nebuchadnezzar had carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number. There do not decrease. Also seek the peace and prosperity to this, of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Yes, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says. Do not let the prophets and diviners among you deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams you encourage them to have. They are prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me, and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. Thanks so much, sir. How are we doing this morning, guys? I, uh, I think I've already done the most stressful part of the service for me today, so that's, that's all good. It's, it's all easy sailing from here, but we've got this passage, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. It's a nice verse, isn't it? It's, it's encouraging and it's comforting, and it also is short, which is always helpful for memory verses, right? It's like short enough to put on a post-it note or kind of have on a desk calendar Bible verse of the day. And it's probably why it's the most quoted verse in Jeremiah. It's comforting, it's encouraging, it's short. And it's a really fitting passage for these children that have been dedicated to the Lord this morning, a powerful declaration to speak over them that God knows the plans he has for them plans to prosper them and not to harm them, to give them a hope and a future. But surprisingly, this verse reveals something a bit more 
about this truth when you scratch the surface of it a bit. Like a lot of Bible passages, when you start to scratch the surface of it, you realize there's a lot more to this single statement than originally meets the eye. You see, the original people that this passage was being written to were, well, they were refugees of war. They were exiles in a foreign land. This evil empire, Babylon, had come in and conquered Jerusalem and taken the Israelites out of their homeland and thrown them into a foreign city, a foreign land with a foreign language and a foreign culture where they were treated as second-class citizens. This is the context in which these people are being given this promise. Uh, group of people who are asking where is where is god in all of this where is god in my very real suffering in my very real heartache where is god and that might actually be what some of us are thinking today in your situation like i know the plans i have for you declares the lord like if there even is a god my life has not been representative of a god who has plans that want to prosper me that want to give me a hope and a future. The plans of God that I've experienced, you might be thinking, have been hopeless and, and random and vindictive. How does this passage in any way apply to the hurt and the pain and the struggle and the darkness of my life? And I want to encourage you that this is the same sentiment that the original readers of this passage, the original people it was for, were also feeling. Where is their hope and prospering and a future in exile? Well, God gives a promise in this passage that in 70 years, this nation will return from exile. He says, build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they may too have sons and daughters. Increase in number there. Do not decrease. Also, seek the peace and the prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. I think First and foremost, that's a really helpful challenge for anybody who's genuinely trying to follow Jesus because a lot of the time when you're trying to follow a counter-cultural worldview of being a Christian, you can feel a little bit like an outcast or an exile, a bit of a foreigner in your own land. And it can be very easy to fall into the trap of wanting to withdraw into religion, be a hermit who just kind of hides in a bubble and sort of retreats from the world but god is saying no invest pray for the peace and the prosperity of the land that you find yourself in because when it prospers you to prosper god's reminding his people that they're just one chapter in a grand sweeping eternal narrative that he is writing and although this chapter right now may not feel to them like there is a truth that god has a plan and a purpose that there is something greater that is still yet to come. And this, God is saying, is how his kingdom will be revealed by his people planting gardens, having children, investing and prospering and praying for the peace of the nation that is around it. 
because if the nation prospers, you prosper. But there's something really interesting here because it's not just for them. They're just one chapter. Because the promise of, of a 70-year return after exile, it probably wasn't very comforting for a lot of people. I mean, say if we right now were told that something fantastic was going to happen in 70 years, like I'm going to be over 100 years old when that happens. I don't know how much comfort I'm going to take from that. If I'm in exile in Babylon... And in 70 years' time, I'm going to be over 100. I don't know how much I'm going to feel like doing the 800-kilometer walk through the wilderness from Babylon back to my home in Israel. What hope is there for me in all of this promise? What hope is there for my future and my prosperity? But it's not just about the people who are currently hearing this message. God is telling them to invest in the future. This is why they are told to plant gardens, to have children, because it is a promise that will be inherited by their children and their grandchildren. But they're still going to play an integral role in all of this. They're going to play an integral part in seeing this hope come to fruition. A hope that their children will not just one day return home to Jerusalem, but one day that they will all return to their ultimate home in Eden. Why am I talking about the Garden of Eden right now? I thought we are in Jeremiah. Well... This exile that happened for Israel, despite it being tumultuous and devastating for their national heritage, their national history, their experience as a people, although this exile to Babylon was devastating, it was only a representation of the greater exile that Adam and Eve had had from the garden, a garden where they were in perfect relationship and communion with God for eternity, and then having turned their back on God, had become exiles from the garden. So when Jerusalem and the Israelites become exiles in Babylon, this is just a microcosm of the grand story of truly everyone being exiles from a home that God has called them to. To have access to a tree of life where they could eat from and be in relationship with God forever. So how do we get back there? Well, through Jesus, who left his home in heaven and chose to become an exile himself on earth so that we could be reconciled with our heavenly father. Jesus, who became a wanderer so that we could be welcomed home back into the Garden of Eden with a tree of life that we can once again eat from. Jesus said, foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. He became a wandering exile without a home so that we could experience home once again with God. And Jesus says, I am the gate. Jesus says, no one comes to the Father except through me. And this is what God is telling the Israelites. This is why he's telling them to plant trees, because it's a reminder of the hope that is yet to come, a reminder to return home and eat from that tree of life once again. The French theologian, Jacinthe Loison, preached a sermon in 1866 in which he famously stated, Blessed are those who plant trees under whose shade they shall never sit, but do so for the sake of their children and their children's children 
who are there to sit beneath the shadow of their spreading boughs. Each of us today stood up and made a pretty powerful commitment that we would encourage these little people as they seek a relationship with God. And I'd like to encourage you today to make a powerful declaration this week and get yourself a fruit tree. It might be a lime, blueberry, mango, apple. I won't list every single fruit. We'll be here all day. But just grab a fruit tree and plant it in your home as a powerful declaration of the reminder that in and out of season, in springs of flourishing fruit and in winters of bare and barren branches, that there is a God who gives a hope and a future that we will all one day return to our home in heaven for those who follow Jesus, for those who see him as the gate to eternal life. A tree that's a reminder for not just children, young and old, that you in your life have committed to encourage and foster and care for, but a reminder for you also that I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Let us pray. Jesus, we thank you that you became an exile so that we could be reconciled to the Father. God, we thank you that you became a wanderer so that we could be welcomed home and eat once more from the tree of life. God, we thank you that you as divine became flesh so that we as flesh could stand in the presence of the divine. And God, we just pray right now that in the springs and in the winters of life that you would help us through the wisdom of your Holy Spirit to see how you are still working. You would help us to trust in the hope and the future that you declare over us. And you would help us to lead others to the tree of life. If there's anyone here this morning who is thinking, you know what, I I right now I, I feel like an exile, I feel like a wanderer, I feel like I want to return home. Why don't you just say in your heart right now, Jesus, I want to come home. Jesus. I want to come home. I'm tired of wandering. I'm tired of feeling lost. Jesus, I want to come home. And he will meet you where you are. God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for every child that we get to invest in in our lives. Help us to steward, to love, to care, to encourage, and remind them of the plans you have for all of us plans to prosper us, to give us a hope and a future. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to help others discover this channel. Check out the description if you want to find out more or get in touch with us at the Centre Dural. But in the meantime, praying for God's hand over you as you continue to step into everything Jesus has in store for your life. Be blessed.